Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Hive Starter for 10. I'm your host, as always, Ben. And as you would have seen from last week's episode, I'm still joined by Ryan Tamasebi. Ryan, how's it going? Not too bad. Not too bad, mate. How are you? And I'm all good. Thank you. I'm all good. good. I, I love doing these. So it's, it's nice to be nice to be back with everybody again. Um, so on last week's episode, and if you haven't seen it yet, I highly recommend you go back and check this one out because you might miss out on a little bit of this week's context. If you haven't, we actually talked about the importance of personalizing your surveys and kind of looking at why you would bother kind of doing that in the first place. So Ryan, do you want to take us very quickly through that? And it just sum that up. Why do we want to personalize our surveys? Yeah, we just talked about learning more about the individual and kind of moving away from the, you know, the static traditional demographics of age, gender, length of service to thinking more around, um, you know, things that are unique to different individuals, like whether they've got childcare responsibilities, what their travel um, looks like into work. And, you know, we talked about the way that the pandemic has kind of brought some of that uh, to life a little bit and how organizations need to continue focusing on and looking at their data in that way, rather than just assuming every millennial every Gen Y and Gen X are the same. Um, mm. So we talked about how to personalize it and make sure that not only do we look at our data in different ways, that we ask questions that are really relevant to different individuals doing different roles within our organization, rather than making sure that every survey kind of asks the same questions kind of right across the global workforce. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, I think it's a, that's a good place to kind of jump in and kind of pick up on this week's topic, really, because you talked there about different individuals doing different jobs in different departments, right? Mm -hmm. So it strikes me, therefore, that it would make sense for the modern practitioner to want to include different parts of the organization into that survey design in the first place, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's something, um, I think there's something really important about inclusivity. Um, if you think about inclusivity, you know, when you when you feel that as an individual, it, it does naturally make you more engaged and more motivated by something if you feel like you've had a chance to input. Um, and if you think about the traditional survey, which is very much kind of driven out, you know, by an, by HR, it's a, it's so often seen as a kind of an HR initiative or an HR project to run an engagement survey or an employee survey once a year or a couple of times a year or once every few years, whatever the whatever the cadence is. Um, and it's often full of questions that are very much designed at giving the organization a bit of a temperature check as to how people are feeling. And we'll all have seen and maybe even responded to questions in the past, such as how motivated are you to go above and beyond what's required of you? How likely are you to recommend the business as a good place to work? Um, you know, how likely, you know, how, uh, how likely is it that you see yourself still working here in 12 months time? All of these questions that when an individual receives them, they, they know that those questions is for the organization, it's for the employer, rather than it feeling like it's something that's for them, it's an opportunity for them to really uh, open, up and uh, open up and express their feelings around their day-to-day -day work, um, what's working well, what they're passionate about, uh, the great things that characterize a good day of work for them, but then also the challenges as well. Those are the things that are really personal to people. So organizations need to kind of get the blend um, of making sure that they ask survey questions that are going to give the organization the kind of the, you know, the data that they need so that they do have a temperature check of things like engagement across the organization, DNI uh, across the organization. But also they need to be making sure they're asking questions which do give individuals the opportunity to open up about the things which really matter to them. And again, we've seen that happen naturally and organically because of COVID. And then also if we think about managers as well, we need to make sure that the survey... Uh, surveys which we run with our employees give managers something which they feel is relevant to what's happening within their teams. Um, we need to give them insight that they feel is actionable within their teams. 
Um, so where inclusivity and, and a more inclusive approach can really help with that is, is around the design phase. You know, why not as practitioners get together um, employee groups, get involved in employee forums, get um, groups of managers together and start to do some perceptual positioning around understanding, well, as a manager, what do you want and need from an employee survey? As an employee, what are your wants and needs from a survey? What are senior leaders' wants and needs? And what's an HR practitioner's wants and needs? And really open up, explore, put yourselves in the shoes of other types of colleague and really explore that and make sure that you then craft something off the back of it, which is going to work for everybody. Because if it, if it feels like it's just kind of designed and pulled together in one part of the business, typically HR or OD, then naturally parts of the business are going to feel like that survey has been done to them. It's been done for them and they haven't had a chance to input. And so naturally you will get an increased likelihood of some resistance once you do close a survey and you start talking about, you know, this is what the data is telling you. This is, this is what a data is saying about a particular manager's team. So the inclusivity upfront really then helps both with the participation in the survey itself but also the energy and the motivation of line managers and employees on the other side to explore what the results are and actually how they can take it forward and drive some action in their teams. Does, does that make sense? Absolutely. That was, that was great. I mean, and I think it really kind of, it does tie into one of the big, I guess, sort of killers of, you know, that, ongoing engagement piece and, and the action off the back of a survey is that you know there isn't enough buy-in from sort of different levels of management throughout an organization because as you've said there they don't necessarily feel like they've participated in in the in the questions right so they don't you know they haven't been able to drill down into what matters to them what they themselves are able to affect right and so therefore it's going to all fall a little bit flat when the time comes out you mentioned there, right like sort of focus groups and, and things like that being being a good way of doing it like if you i'm not to go into it in too much detail but is that sort of quite an easy thing to, to run in your experience just get a couple of heads from different departments together and just almost just yeah, throw it out there really easy imagine i mean if you had face to face you could you you get you you would use flip charts but if we if we're talking <laughs> about tech you know using things like neural miro jamboard Imagine splitting uh, groups out into into four areas and asking them to think about, you know, what 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 do you want and need from an employee from an employee survey, but put yourselves in the positions of. And group one could be the line manager. Group two could be the employee. Group three could be HR, um, OD, um, and then group four could be senior leaders, executives, and you get people to. You know, you put line managers in the shoes of HR, you put HR in the shoes of a senior leader, senior leader in the shoes of an employee, and actually get them thinking about things from someone else's, somebody else's perspective. You know, so we can start to actually get people to appreciate what a line manager actually needs from a survey, what they want a survey to, to give to them. And, you know, that kind of perceptual positioning exercise is really easy to facilitate, but the richness of the output when you get people kind of writing that stuff down and then moving it forward and saying, right, well, how do we craft this? How do we create something that's going to give everybody what they need? Um, and the difference that that makes when you then go into actually running a survey and trying to generate really great constructive conversations off the back of it is really tangible. It's really noticeable. So I would really encourage organizations to think about that because how many times have we run a survey and you know, we've had to really encourage and kind of push managers to try and communicate within their teams, try and get people to respond. And then on the back, we're kind of chasing them month after month. What are you doing within your team? Have you communicated anything yet? What's the action plan? Let's get them more on board and more naturally involved and energized by this from the get-go. And you'll see the difference that that makes to them. 
when they feel like they've been a part of it rather than they feel like it's something that they're, that it's been done to them and that something extra is being asked of them. We have to connect them and include them and build that trust from them at the beginning. It makes it so much easier for the rest of the journey. And the same is true with employees and individuals who worry about confidentiality, who worry whether their data is just going to go into a black hole and never actually be listened to, never actually be actioned. You know, it works for senior leaders who, you know, often just ask us, well, what was the score? What was the response rate? How does it benchmark to last year? How does it benchmark ex benchmark externally? And then the, the conversation like next, next topic, please. You know, mm -hmm. we need more from them, but that has to come at the beginning. It's, you know, it, it, it's all about getting people more included into it and more bought into it from the get-go so that it makes the whole process a lot more um, natural. Uh, it makes those conversations happen more organically once the survey closes, and it just makes everything feel a lot e a lot easier. Fantastic. I think that's a, that's, I think that, that's a great place to leave it for this one for, for start of a 10. Ryan, thanks very much. No worries at all, Ben. Cheers.